When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, Malcolm, all things, all good things must come to an end, and Bryce Gibbs's career has come to an end. We've got Bryce on for Toolkit Depot, a tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear. Toolkit Depot, everything you need under one roof, tools, equipment, safety gear and workwear in store and online, and it's been a very good career. Yeah, it certainly has. Uh, I, the numbers tell the story. 268 games. Uh, you, you don't see too many play 268. It's in the top... Three or four percent, I reckon, of all times, which is as amazing. you'd say, you're not a spud if you play that. No, no, and 77 Sandfield games too at different clubs, but finished up at South Adelaide and started at Glenelg all those years ago. Bryce, um, you, it's a long career, you don't feel that old though, do you? Surely, I uh, get a world's body. Thanks for having me on. No, you're right, it's uh, I don't, but uh, instead of terms of football numbers it's uh, i'm certainly up there these days i think i might have been the the oldest uh, in the comp this year so that that's telling you something right there but yeah it's uh it has been a long and, and enjoyable career and uh you're right all things must come to an end and yeah i've been very fortunate and, and very grateful and, and very lucky you need a bit of luck along the way as well yeah. to uh to play that many many years and uh yeah look back and uh, certainly got a lot of fond memories. Both Malcolm and I played a lot of footy against your dad, but I remember my first recollection of you, Bryce, was I reckon you're only maybe 16 or 17 and kicked six goals. Might have been a, against Norwood, but you sort of burst onto the scene. You had that amazing junior career, and you you did. You played league very early, didn't you? Yeah, I did, and, and probably looking back, that was uh, uh, I was really fortunate to, to get about 30 games under my belt for Glenelg before I got drafted, and I really thought that held me in good stead once you know, I stepped it up in there with the big boys. So, um, yeah, got chucked in the deep end a little bit. I think I debuted at 16. Glenelg at yeah. the time were, were struggling, had sort of been down the, the bottom of the ladder for a number of years. So, um, yeah, I mean, to get that opportunity as a, a youngster, uh, as I said, uh, you know, playing against men, mature bodies, and uh, yeah, I certainly reckon that held me in good stead once I stepped into the AFL. You're number one draft pick, and I've always felt that it's unfair that the number one draft pick goes to the bottom club. I really have now. Obviously, Carlton, you've got a lot of mates. You've you've carved out a wonderful career, but you haven't had a lot of finals. And uh, I, I think it's unfair. When you look back at it, um, how do you do? You think it's a fair system when the best player at the time has to go to the worst club? Oh, I think it is. It is fair for the competition for for to have a draft and you know to not reward the, the bottom sides, but to to give the the bottom sides an opportunity at the best talent in the draft. But as we know, uh, it doesn't matter whether you go number one or number eighty. Everyone gets an opportunity to to carve their own career out once they they get a spot on an AFL list. So sometimes you don't always get it right. Uh, but uh, yeah, I was lucky enough to get picked up at, at number one to to Carlton, who who obviously are a big club and, and had a, a rich history. And, you know, to, to spend 11 years there, uh, they basically became my second family moving into state. And, and as you said, became, uh, made lifelong friends, uh, both on and off the field. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I was, there was a chance I could have ended up at, at Adelaide, as you know, with the father-son. Once that didn't happen, um, I was certainly happy that I ended yeah. up at Carlton.
Bryce, I hope, I hope every every recruiter from here on in picks up what you've just said then and says, boys, it doesn't matter what number you go. I mean, it's nice to go one, two, three, all that sort of stuff. But I've watched this for a lot of years. It, it, it's, it's a number. The, you've always yeah, said it's the, a number. Yeah, it, the young fella has to go and play against men. And Bryce had a chance to do it. A lot of them don't. They're playing under-18 football. So that you don't know. And it's bloody hard work to actually survive the system for that long. And so the number, you're quite right, Bryce. I'm really pleased that you said that. I mean, as I said, it's great to be number one, but it's not the be-all and end-all. Yeah, yeah, you're spot on. And I mean, everyone is talented at different stages and develops and grows and matures at, at different different ages. And that's something that I've sort of learnt in the, in the last three or four years that I've stepped away from the AFL system and, and working in junior football. You know, a year's worth of growth in someone can go from pretty average to, to pretty elite in, in the space of only 12 months. And, I mean, you look at some of the, the rookies that have carved out mm. AFL careers who have had to fight tooth and nail to hold on to their you know one-year contracts year after year. Yeah. Some of them go on to play 300 games and become captains, all Australians, premiership players, because they don't have the opportunity to um, you know have a, a five-year contract and have a bit of security behind them. They have to work their, their bum off year in, year out, uh, and might not take it for granted as, as some other guys do. So as you said, uh, it's just a number and uh, it's up to everyone, that individual to, to make the most of that opportunity. Now, talking about your last game, I did notice you did what your dad did in the grand final and you, and you, did, you kicked out with the drop kick. It was quite, I mean, the commentator, everyone knew you were going to do it. Did he you, didn't did, get it properly either. No, 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 well, no, big toey. But it, did, it, it, did you tell everyone you're going to do it? Because everyone seemed to know about it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, they they did pick up on it pretty quick, and I mean it was one of those things. I was like, I didn't want to lock it in just in case. You know, I certainly wouldn't have done it if it was a, a close game. <laughs> sure, unfortunately, sure, yeah. we were behind by by a few goals, um, so there was a there was an opportunity there, and it was probably a little bit cheeky of me. But uh, I did tell the old man. I said, look, obviously last game, how fitting that it's at the bay. Uh, in that in that pocket as well. So I said, if you if you're watching, if it's late in the quarter, and I, I might sneak down, have a kick in, and I'll uh, I'll tribute you, one to you, and kick a droppy out of fullback. And yeah, as you said, I didn't quite hit it, but uh, yeah, that one uh, that little cheeky moment of cheekiness was for him. Blighty was six 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 at North Melbourne. You were one thousand one hundred at Carlton. Nice even number there. Also hold the record of most possessions equally. So uh, done some great stuff. Thing I found interesting. In Neighbours, what happened there? Were you with, Was it Nick Stevens? You had, you had a little part in Neighbours, Bryce. Uh, yeah, geez, you, you found that one, haven't you, Will? Um, <laughs> You're only young, actually, then. I, I, was in, I was in the same scene as Margot Robbie. So oh. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm claiming that I, I put her on the map after after that little uh, that episode went to air. So, unfortunately, <laughs> she went on to, to bigger and better things. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, I couldn't quite continue with the, the acting career but uh, maybe now that I'm done and dusted uh, I can uh, might you never well, know what might pop up in the future. You still got the looks there Bryce. Now coming back to Adelaide uh, your first year was really good. I looked at your stats I think averaging 26 possessions a game. It just didn't work out though did it at the time um, they were going through a transition that they'd, they'd had their moment in 17 and then basically it was a, it was a massive clean out so looking back on it um, how do you what do you think about the move back to Adelaide? Oh, I mean, I, I certainly just played my cards as they sat, and and the right opportunity and the right move for me at the time was to was to move back to Adelaide, and 
Um, obviously, we're still in contract at the time, so a little bit needed to, to happen for, for me to get back. And it, uh, it took two years. Uh, obviously, it didn't happen the, the first year that we uh, yep. requested a trade. But, um, yeah, as you said, coming the club coming off a, off a grand final appearance, you know, they certainly thought they were still in a, a premiership window as long as a lot of other people. But, uh, yeah, that's what happens in football sometimes. It doesn't quite turn out the way you did. But um, in a weird way, uh, you know, going through that time where I you know, found myself getting dropped for the first time and you know spending a bit of time in and out of the side I hadn't experienced that in my career uh, to that to that point yep. so certainly learning learn a lot about myself um, so certainly you know, build up a lot of resilience and then it just gave me an appreciation for what guys had been going through my whole career in terms of you know being on the edge and, and being in and yeah. out of the side well, so I think that's been the help that's helped me mentor um, guys since stepping back out of the AFL. I, I used that last year at the Crows to mentor some of the younger guys and we're seeing those those guys um, carving out really great careers at the Adelaide Footy Club now and, and I've sort of used those learnings and experiences back at South Adelaide and the Sandful. So although it didn't quite pan out the way I thought it would, uh, you know, it certainly has held me in good stead for uh, you know my future coaching and um, you know time spending in football. Yeah, I thought it was a lovely photo in the paper with Matthew Broadbent, of course. Uh, a lot of games at Port Adelaide. Matt Rose, the former captain of South, and yourself. It was a, there's a fair bit of experience goes out of South Adelaide. So, I mean, they're, they're trying to march up to this next premiership. So, are you going to stay involved? Is that the plan to get in, keep in development, keep coaching? Uh, yeah, that's certainly an option in the in the next 12 months. Um, if I do stay with the club, it'll probably be more in a, a junior junior role. Um, so that'll be working with all our junior programs, under 16s, under 18s sort of teams. And then uh, where where it works out, I might be able to help with the seniors, um, you know, from time to time. But those conversations are happening at the moment with the footy club and. Uh, you know, I've really enjoyed my my last three years at the footy club, working with some of these these young guys coming through the system, and some guys that have gone on to to play AFL and and obviously play some some league footy for mm. South as well. So yeah, I've been really enjoying it, and uh, there, there is a chance that I'll be at the Panthers in uh, in some sort of capacity next year. It's going to be strange, Bryce. I'm thinking from a 16 year old playing for Glenelg to basically now you've finished at South, and all you've known is preseason training three or four times a week, you do your weights, you do this, you play. It's That's been your life, basically, isn't it? More than half your life. So it's going to be a... might take a while to settle into something else. Yeah, I think it will. And, you know, there'll be times once pre-season rolls around or, you know, round one rolls around next year that I'll, I'll probably get itchy feet again. But, you know, I'm certainly very content with the decision. And, and I've got young kids now. Charlie's eight and, and Madison's four and... Last week, it was football carnival on a Saturday morning, basketball on a Sunday morning, and, and a dance concert on Sunday <laughs> afternoon. So I think, um, you know, reflecting on that and, and knowing that it's time for me to start, you know, investing in, in their, um, you know, whatever they want to do, whether it's sport or, or anything else in life, that, uh, you know, I've got the time to, to help them achieve their goals and, and what they want to want to do. So, um, you know, knowing those sort of things now, um, I'm certainly very content. But, yeah, it will be strange once the season rolls around again and and uh, I won't, won't be there in some capacity. Now you've had some highlights, best and fairest, all that sort of stuff but in 2021 you won a shiny piece of silverware um, called the McGarry Medal. Um, it's very shiny I thought it was. Now where is it hiding? Where, where have you put it? 
Uh, it's in the in my uh, next door, my cupboard next to next to our bed there, just uh, tucked away somewhere. <laughs> oh, you don't okay. You haven't got it framed and put it on show. I'm near, in put the sock drawer. Nah. Near, near, near the front door. <laughs> no, nah, it's, <laughs> nah, it's not quite made it down there yet. You're right. It is in the sock drawer. So uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with it, uh, to be honest. But it's uh, yeah, it's tucked up, uh, hiding away up there. Now, okay. Now back to the the, the finals. The Sanford got finals. Obviously, the AFL got finals. Having a conversation about, I know they're going to play at Adelaide Oval at the Sandville Finals. Do you, do you if, if you were in charge, would you let Glenelg, who finished on top of the ladder, play their first final at home, maybe at Glenelg Oval, and get that local feel and some sort of slight advantage over the opposition, which they probably earned? Yeah, it's a great question, Whitey, and maybe give the, the top side a, a chance to choose, potentially. I mean... I know, speaking to a lot of the players, we love the opportunity to play at Adelaide Oval, and I've been fortunate enough, to obviously, to spend a bit of time in Adelaide and, and play there every second week. But I know uh, at every opportunity, uh, from a Sandful point of view, you want to get on Adelaide Oval and play there. And I know we gave up a home game from a South Adelaide point of view to play the Crows there. That probably disadvantages us a little bit, giving up a, a home ground advantage to play them. But we jumped at the opportunity. I think the Eagles did it. Sturt might have done it as well and sort of missed those, remember the old double headers at, yeah. at uh, Adelaide Oval uh, back in the day. I, I remember as, a, as a, even a kid back then, used to look forward to those rounds as well. So uh, we, without taking that, that specialty feeling of, of playing at Adelaide Oval, um, maybe the, the Sandfall should, should look at that. But I think the top side getting a week off uh, enough advantage as it is gives them a chance to freshen up and uh, I'm sure if, if you do ask Glenelg, they'll be pretty happy to play at Adelaide Oval. Well, Bryce, congratulations. Yeah, well a done. wonderful career. You're a wonderful player, wonderful skills. And I even remember sometimes you're tagging some of the, the great players, including Adam Goodson, doing a, a great job with him. All the best. Uh, as you said, it might be a little bit different next year, but you, you've given it all. You're you know, going from 16 to 34, whatever, and uh, you can be very proud of your career. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me on. Bryce Gibbs, yeah. It just comes on in, Bloody. It's a, yeah, 345 games, though. It's a, it's a wonderful tally. It is. You finished on 126 goals in the, your last year. Yeah. And good night. Yeah. Just, just shut up there. It just, shut up shop. Yeah, just another little bit of silverware jumped in with that, but that's okay. Oh, what was it, the old Ken Farmer, was it? Yes, it was. Oh, you got room for all your... <laughs> what about Bryce? Oh, it's in my sock drawer, basically. Yeah, basically. I'd say the second drawer's yeah. the sock drawer. So uh, interesting. All Australian had a bit of fun with that. We agreed and disagreed on a couple. Yeah, it's going to be a good team. You'd love to play it somewhere, wouldn't you? You'd love to see it play, but you can't. Who are you going to play? They're the best. They are. Uh, I and I think we had about sixteen or seventeen, maybe up to their certainties. What we call locks. Yeah, yeah, I would have said thirteen, fourteen, and then there's a couple of others. Yeah. Anyone you really want to see of the the doubtfuls that you'd like to get in? If, they, if no, you, no, 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 I would have said so otherwise. Oh, I thought you might have said. I can't remember what you said at the start. <laughs> That's where I'm going. But uh, no, it's unbelievable. All Australians. So that was Bryce Gibbs. And I said, it's a terrific career. We played against his dad. Ross Gibbs, a uh, mm. terrific player in his own right, did that drop kick. It still haunts me against yes. us in the grand final. Bloody, we'll see you tomorrow between six and seven. Have a great night. Bye for now. Bye, David.